G'day and welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. This is episode 817, my motivational mashup, number 10, you beauty. All right, we are live here on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome, guys. This is my motivational rant, something that I'm doing, testing out uh, every morning or most mornings anyway, here live on my uh, social media channels. And then I put it together as a bit of a mashup and release it on my podcast. So I just want to Throw that out there. If you haven't listened to my podcast, I interview great people every week. There's a good interview coming out there. I do a few book reflections here and there as well, and I uh, like to go on a bit of my solo rant sometimes as well, which is what this uh, show will be incorporated as. I do apologize again, guys. My computer's making a bit of a racket there, but this uh, next segment that I want to talk about is really um, happier. So I want to talk about some things, and I'm not a leading example of happiness, believe me. Um, I struggle with this. I think we all do in our own ways, but certainly it's a underlying motivation for all of us. I believe it's one of the underlying motivations, if not the only underlying motivation for all of us, and that is to seek out greater happiness in life. And I think if you ask yourself why, why you do everything you do, I think if you really dig deep and keep digging and say, okay, well, why do I do that? Why is that important? You know, I go to work. Well, why do I do that? I earn money. Well, why do I want money? Because it helps me, uh, you know, go out to dinner, support my family, whatever it is. Uh, why do you do that? Keep digging and you'll find that perhaps the underlying motivation for all that is happiness. So I think it's really important. And the reason why I'm inspired to talk about happier um, over the next few video sessions is um, from this book I just read. It's called The Social Leap. It's by William Von Hippel. And uh, Bill has been on the show just recently. He's got a great interview there on the on the podcast. So check that out, The Hidden, Hidden Why. Type in uh, William Von Hippel or The Social Leap and you'll find that interview there. Now, at the end of this book, this is all about evolution and how we've went from, um, you know, the forest to the savannah to becoming social creatures and, and why that's had a big, important part to play um, in our evolution to date. And at the end of the book, he talks about... Um, happiness and evolution and happiness and and what it all means there. And he's put out um, 10 easy steps to being happier. And I thought that's really inspiring. And I actually liked what he wrote and a lot of it resonated with me. So I thought I'd talk about it as well. Um, one of the things that he says, and, and I agree with, is that we need to follow our strengths or passions in life. Um, and he makes a really good point, which I absolutely agree with, is that our passions, our strengths are going to change over time. So just because um, you love something now doesn't mean you need to continue it until death, until the end. You know, you can change those things. And what happens is a lot of people get stuck into a hobby, stuck into work, stuck into something that they, they initially love, but then that love sort of fades and it moves on, but they keep doing it. So why do you keep doing things that don't make you feel good, things that don't really bring you joy? What we know is that when you follow things that you love, when you follow your passions, you're much more effective, um, you get more done, you enjoy the journey a lot more, and that actually helps with your overall happiness. But again, if it stops feeling good, if you stop enjoying it, if you stop finding the, the love for your art, for what you do, whether that's a hobby, whether that's your career, whatever it might be, then it's okay to change things up. But it's a really good point. I think um, you know so many of us are out there, I think it's 85% of the workforce are dissatisfied with what they do. Now, it's easier said than done to just go out there, quit your job and try and focus on something you do. A lot of people try to do that and perhaps don't get there. But I think it's important to incorporate things that you enjoy, focus on your strengths, focus on the things that you love and incorporate those things into your life. Now, that might be outside your job. You might be able to come home and uh, do a bit of a hobby. You might go play tennis, people go surfing, whatever it is. If you incorporate that stuff in your everyday life, 
it will just help grow the passion, grow the uh, the happiness, sorry. So whether that's in the morning or the afternoon, or if you can actually um, manage it into your career, then do what you love. Follow your passions, follow your strengths, and align that with your everyday life, and that's going to lead to greater happiness. Guys, I hope you enjoyed. Again, check it out at thehiddenwide.com. It will be a podcast there. This is going to be a series of probably 10 or so videos, um, and I hope it's a a little bit of a motivational uh, rant for you to enjoy your day. Cheers. Talk soon. All right, and we are live here on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to day two of Happier. This is where I'm talking my motivational rants about how to become happier. I am not the happiest person in the world. I strive to be happy. As I said yesterday, I believe the underlying motivation for us all is happiness. Now, today what I want to talk about is getting amongst it. And this might sound very obvious, but it's about getting out there in nature. Now, you think about the evolution. And again, that book that I was reading, I don't have it in front of me. The book that I was reading by uh, Bill Hipple was about the social leap. And that's where we came uh, from the savannas um, to the plains to evolve to be social creatures. But we were amongst nature. We evolved in the wilderness. We evolved in our environments. And now majority of us spend our times indoors day after day. We don't really get out there. I'm guilty. I'd like to try and think to get out there more, but I, I certainly don't get out there as much as I would like to. And I know personally, and I'm sure you can relate, when you go out there to the beach or go for a hike or whatever it might be amongst nature, you come back feeling this this sort of deep sense of satisfaction and a deeper sense of happiness. And I certainly feel it myself. And there is a link between our relativity or connectivity to nature and our emotional feeling and well-being. There's been studies uh, among studies that show this, that once we get in nature, um, it triggers some sense of connectivity between our involvement with life as a whole. It gives us a greater sense of self-worth and it's it's shown to be better for our overall well-being and that includes our happiness. So today, really, it's all just about getting out there, getting amongst it. Now, I think if you can't get out of the office, I think you could actually look at a bit of fruit and this might sound a little bit woo-woo to a lot of people, but you can look at that apple that you eat today and just, just connect with that because that's essentially nature as well. But then when you get outdoors, take your shoes off, you know, put your feet in the sand, put your feet on the grass, whatever it might be, Go for a hike on the weekend. I love it. We've been recently going to the beach with the family, just uh, crawling along the rocks and looking for seashells and things like that. It's a great time, and I know that we are all after that experience a lot happier for it. So my motivational rant or a little bit of inspiration or encouragement today is to go out there and get amongst nature as much as you can. Hope you've enjoyed, guys. Talk soon. This motivational rant today, Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. Guys, today I'm continuing my talk about happier. And one of the things that uh, Bill Hipple talks about in his book, The Social Leap, is our evolutionary ability to cooperate with others. And really, I mean, they talked about it in Sapiens from Yuval Noah Harari. And, And he says one of the greatest things about humankind is our ability to cooperate. That's one of the things that have allowed us to progress as we have and become you know, the, the, the race that we are today in this world, this dominating race. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, it's in a very powerful, progressive way. This ability to cooperate is really what makes us human. Now, if you're wondering, you know, if you're, if you're lacking meaning in what you're doing, if you're not finding the joy through the work that you're doing, if you're not finding joy in your day-to-day activities, perhaps there's a, a lacking of this ability to cooperate with others. Even if we do work that's, you know, not quite lovely or beautiful or or really filling us with passion and joy, if you're doing work 
and you're doing it in conjunction with others, that actually raises the level of happiness in that process because you're working together, you're working as a team, you're working um, together towards a common goal and that really raises the level of joy and happiness in our lives. I think a part of this and a part of this, this ability to cooperate together gives good reason and, and, and evidence that relationships are paramount in our lives and there is nothing that lives in this world that is independent on um, anything else. Everything is dependent on another relationship with something else. And we are very dependent creatures. And relationships is hugely important in our overall happiness. So I think, I guess, the, the, the encouragement today, the inspiration today, the motivation today is all about you know trying to figure out how we can enhance those relationships, how we can get amongst them more, how we can get out there and work with people more, how we can focus on the relationships in our lives because that's really what it's all about. There's been a study done in America where they actually looked at this one group of people and they were wondering why they lived so long and what they found is it wasn't food, it wasn't diet, it wasn't exercise. It was because they spent time with each other. They were walking down the street, they'd stop and have chats. Um, this this ability to connect and cooperate and build relationships and really um, encourage those relationships every day in our life allowed that particular a group of people to live really long, healthy, happy lives. So guys, today it's all about cooperation. Get out there, cooperate with others, work with others, focus on those relationships. I know it's hard. It's hard for me. I'm, I'm pretty shit at relationships generally, but that's what it's all about. Life is about relationships. So I guess a key to raising our happiness, uh, becoming happier is really about you know progressively improving our relationships in life as well. Hope you enjoy guys. Talk soon. Good morning and welcome to this Friday morning motivational rant. Today I'm continuing on the topic of happier, being happier. How do we be happier? Um, certainly I'm not the happiest bloke, but I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty positive most of the times. And today might seem very obvious, but it's all about health. And if you really want to improve your long-term happiness, if you really want to improve your everyday happiness, good health is fundamental. It's critical. And I know it sounds so obvious, but it's something that so often we forget, including myself. And my health um, certainly fluctuates. And I notice that when I uh, let things slip, when I'm not exercising, when I'm not eating well, when I'm not sleeping well, my overall happiness, my mood, my attitude changes. Now, we know that when you're in good health, when you're eating well, when your diet's good, when you're exercising, when you're you know, socializing, you're being around people, all these things um, influences our body, it influences our mind, and creates a level of harmony um, within us. And when you have that level of harmony, your emotion centers are really well balanced and um, aligned. And that actually helps us with our overall happiness. Also, all your chemicals are working well too. So your serotonin um, and all those happy chemicals, oxytocin, things like that are all very much uh, in, in balance and uh, helping you to be much more happy. Now, when you throw those things out, so when your body's in a deficit, your body doesn't know what's going on. So let's say you're over-consuming, maybe you're drinking too much alcohol, your body goes into a deficit, doesn't know what's going on. Your emotions come out much more stronger. Those negative emotions, your anger, your sadness, your depression, things like that are depleted because you're in deficit and your body's trying to bring balance to that. And so those emotions um, certainly don't help us to be happier. So in um, Bill Hipple's book, Social Leap, he talks about that. You know, we're, we're creatures that love to be satisfied and we love this immediate satisfaction these days. So we go out there and we do these activities that provide us that immediate happiness. And we think, you know, eating that bit of cake, going shopping, um, drinking alcohol, whatever it might be, taking some drugs, we think that those things actually make us happier. But over the long term, 
you realize that they don't. They don't actually do any benefits to your long-term happiness. Yes, in the short term, they might bring about a bit of fun and a bit of short-term happiness and short-term satisfaction, but over the long term, they don't do us any great justice. And you will notice the difference. I certainly have. And again, I'm not a perfect example of health and and how it should be. Um, I still have my own personal battles in that regards, but I certainly know that when when I'm really aligned, when I'm really balanced, when I'm really focusing on my health, my overall happiness change and my wife uh, comments on that too. So she definitely notices it, guys. So that's my motivational rant today. You've got to start from where you are. So um, depending on where you are, just change something up a little bit in your diet. Change something up in a little bit about how you go about your day. It might be waking up and going for a walk in the morning. It might be cutting out um, sugars from your diet. Whatever it might be, having that one less drink every night, whatever it might be, start gradually and do something different. And once you notice how you feel and you actually notice that your your feeling of happiness is uh, slightly raised, you'll continue on that journey. And certainly that's been my case over the last several years. Since I started in the p- field of personal development, I've made that and it's been a very long journey, but I've slowly progressed and I keep progressing. Um, and it's, it's always a challenge, it's always a battle, but I can see as I progress, um, the happier I become. So that's just one little take on how to be happy. I hope you enjoyed. Talk soon. Good morning and welcome to, this is my last motivational rant this week, Uh, I made it in there just in time, Saturday morning motivational rant carrying on from the rest of the theme this week which is all about being happier and today I want to talk about contribution. I have written about this in my new book which I'll be releasing soon and it's titled The Ultimate Life Map and I believe one of the six principles that I talk about, the six principles that I talk about to increasing our overall happiness in life is contribution, is giving back, is helping out others. And it's fundamental. Now, there's been plenty of studies around this this idea of contribution, and I believe we've evolved um, to contribute, and it actually raises our level of self-worth. Now, when your self-worth, when you feel like a worthy member of this world, of this society, of this community that you live in, of the families that you live in, you're going to feel happier from it. And it comes back to the topic that we talked about the other day is cooperation. We evolved to cooperate. We evolved working together. And so when we go out there and we help other people, we teach other people, maybe we just help the old lady with the shopping across the street. Um, Maybe we pay it forward, buy some coffee at the cafe, whatever it might be. When we help other people in our societies, it um, just raises that level of um, self-worth because it feels like we're actually a contributing member. And that's what meaning is all about in life. So it definitely helps um, raise your level of happiness. There's been studies around people with depression and et cetera um, that have said, you know, go out there, just get involved in, in a volunteer group, do what you can. It doesn't have to cost you money. You don't have to give you money. You have to actually do it from a place of genuine intent. And when you go out there and give back, um, that will actually raise your happiness and you'll actually start to feel better. Not only because you're, you're giving, but also because you're being a part of something. You, you actually really are contributing in a positive way. And when you know how you feel when you when you do something and you, you help someone out, it actually makes you feel really good. And I think that's really important. And contribution is certainly a fundamental part of raising our happiness. A recent thought that I had uh, was about work. At the moment, there's a lot of people out there working in jobs. Now, if you spend eight hours of your day in a job that you're not really satisfied with, um, that's not going to really help your happiness. And now what I see in society at the moment is that a lot of us are working in jobs that we're not really enjoying. And we're not enjoying it, not necessarily because of the work itself, because of what we get out of the work. We feel like we're not contributing in a very powerful, positive way through the work that we do, but then the income that we earn from that work as well, and how we can then put that back in 
um, to the communities, to our families um, that we live within. The income may not be enough to be giving enough back or perhaps it's a matter of time. We don't have enough time to give back. And that's why I think there's a lot of dissatisfaction and it's not necessarily to do with the work, more so to do with how we are able to contribute um, through the work that we do. So it's really powerful stuff. I think contribution is essential. Um, there's many little tacks and tricks and hacks and things you can do to go out there and contribute. But just think about it, you know, just go out there and, and um, when you just see someone that you could help out, help out a little bit. Uh, if you really want to, you can join a volunteer organisation, um, help out the local school, help out the local Lions Club, whatever it might be. There's plenty of things we can do to contribute and uh, certainly I think it'll raise our level of happiness. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Cheers and we'll talk soon. Three, two, one, and we are live for my Monday morning motivational rant. Welcome. Hope you're well. Hope you had a kick-ass weekend. Guys, today I'm talking along the lines of being happier, becoming happier. How do we maintain or increase our happiness. Now, I talked about five different things last week that I think are important for our overall happiness in life. And this week, I'm going to continue with that rant. So today, what I want to talk about is our creativity or the ability to create. I think that's what makes us very unique. And Bill Hipple in his book talks about the evolution of how we become social creatures. And really, a part of that was storytelling. And I think our ability to create and express ourselves. I actually think that the process of creativity is the process of self-expression. And I think self-expression is that. It's a chance for us to um, illustrate or highlight or tell our story, tell our, you know, who are we? Now, I don't know who I am and I don't think any of us really know who we are, but we do connect with something, some internal story that we want to dialogue and express externally as well. And I think that's why creativity is, is so important. And for me, I know creativity is just like this feel-good activity. And again, that's going to be different for everyone. And you, you don't have to be an artist. You don't have to be painting the Mona Lisa or anything like that. I think really in whatever you do, whether that's your, your work, maybe your accountant, maybe there's something that you do with accounting that you can really get into and really use as a way to express yourself. And that just might be how articulate you are or how um, attention to detail you have with the work that you do. I think no matter what you do, I think it's important that we have this ability to create and express ourselves. Um, and that can be through our passions, that could be through our career, our work, um, whatever it is. But I know when I do it, um, cooking is one of those things, for example, where I just love getting in the kitchen and just whipping up um, some food, cooking up some food. That joy, that process of creativity there is really important for me and it makes me feel really wonderful. So I think that's another thing that we can do to help our overall happiness is just go out there and find a way that we can create um, and express ourselves. And I think creativity actually helps us learn as well, which is something I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. So guys, I hope you enjoyed that for this Monday rant. Hope you're having a good day and uh, we'll talk soon. Cheers. G'day, welcome to Tuesday morning's motivational rant. I think it's Tuesday anyway. Guys, today I'm talking about being happier. And one thing that I certainly have found later in life, I certainly didn't really appreciate it or value it too much in my younger years, is this ability for us to go out there and learn. And that's what it's all about. So learning today is the motivational rant. You know, to, to be happier, I think we need to involve ourselves as much as possible in learning. That really makes us fulfilled. It um, certainly makes us feel like we're progressing and that adds to our overall levels of happiness. Bill Von Hippel in his book, Social Leap, talks about this and he actually gives a couple of really good insights to um, why learning is so important. And he says two activities that are really paramount to learning is play and storytelling. So I think those are a couple of things that we could incorporate into our lives. 
to really help um, our overall happiness. So just going out there and playing with curiosity, I think would be really beneficial, but also going out there and telling stories, but also listening to stories as well. I think there's always something we can learn by listening to other people. So going out there and, and really just tuning into what people have to say. Everyone has something brilliant to say and we can always learn from someone else. So listening to other people's stories, listening to stories, read stories from books. I think books are a great source of learning um, because that's someone's um, years of works put into you know a 200 page 400 page book so you're listening to their entire story their research everything that they've learned um, you get to then carry on and I can tell you when you finish reading some of those books you really feel fulfilled because you feel like you've gained something and there's always something else to learn so I don't think that we can ever stop learning but certainly I know in experience um, you know you need to find something that you're passionate about that really um, strikes your curiosity. You can't just go out there and just be forced to learn something. You have to learn something that really strikes your interest. And that might, might, might take you some time to find, you know, but you've got to go out there and search for it. I think it's like discovering your why. I think you need to continue on that search until you find it and never stop until you do. But that's the motivational rant for today. Uh, it's all about learning. So if you want to increase your happiness, go out there and try and learn something new. I think, uh, who was it, Leonardo da Vinci? He was great at that. He'd always try and learn something new and then he'd try and mix it too um, with other things that he was learning or fascinated about with his art and that's how he created such great art. So anyway, that's me for the day. Enjoy it. See ya. Welcome. We are live here on Instagram and Facebook. This is my Wednesday motivational rant, continuing on the segment about happier Becoming happier, how do we do that? Well, it's a good question, I'm no expert, but certainly I've learned a thing or two and I've read a lot of books and the recent book that inspired um, this segment was a book by uh, William Von Hippel or Bill Hippel and he's a uh, professor down here at the University of Queensland. He's been interviewed on my show on the podcast as well at The Hidden Why, uh, inspiring interview, a lot of great insights in that. But he inspired this segment anyway about becoming happier and today what I wanna to talk about is really feel good activities. And one of his, um, in his closing chapter, he talks about the evolution of humankind and, and happiness and how it sort of interrelates. And the unfortunate thing is now, because we're, we're naturally um, built, we've got biological uh, system that allows us to um, understand uh, pleasure and pain. And we have you know, that for a reason, so that we can move towards uh, more happiness and move away and avoid pain. It makes kind of sense. But in this modern day, um, a lot of those sources uh, are now triggered off by things that perhaps aren't as fundamental to our overall um, longevity, our survival, our reproduction, and our well-being. Um, and there's a lot of those activities. Some of those feel-good activities, and I call them superficial um, happiness triggers, I suppose. Some of these feel-good activities are not necessarily bad. Um, they're not necessarily good either. Um, but they do make us feel good. And that could be like watching a, um, you know, your favorite show on Netflix or something like that. I think that's a really good feel-good activity, certainly something that I subscribe to. And, you know, it doesn't really give me any long-term consequences. Then there are those other activities, those feel-good activities that I certainly know of. And, um, you know, whether that's being going out and shopping and, and having that immediate satisfaction of, of buying that new toy, whatever that might be, a dress, a bag, a car, uh, whatever it might be, that's very, um, it does actually make you feel good, but it's very short-term lived. Um, getting on the booze, that's another activity. Um, you know, all these activities that make you feel good in the short term, but over the long run, perhaps don't make you feel so good. So what Bill um, suggests is that we need to go for the original source, go for the activities that trigger those original sources that are good for our overall 
um, survival and, and longevity and well-being. And that is related to health, you know, making sure that we're taking care of our health. What are those activities that make us feel good in the process in the immediate, you know, turn? And that could be running. And I know that sounds weird because it actually is painful running, but it does actually make you feel good in the immediate short term. If we go for a 20-minute run, you're going to feel great after that. And the long-term benefits are, are, are better for you as well than saying getting on the booze. So that's a feel-good activity that has actually longer-term benefits. The other things are like relationships, you know, spending time with friends and family. And I don't do enough of that, but I certainly know that when I do, it feels good. That's another feel-good activity. So there's all these feel-good activities that we can tap into that not only give us uh, this short-term gratification and this feeling um, that we you know, are enjoying, but it also actually helps us in the long term. And I suppose the really good way to understand this is any activity that makes you feel good in the long run, but then causes yourself or others suffering in the longer term is probably not an activity that we need to subscribe to. And again, everyone's guilty, I think, of subscribing to some of those feel-good activities that do cause either ourselves or others um, some level of suffering. Um, and I guess it's about alleviating that suffering. It's about moving away from those activities that give us suffering because the more that we can move away from those activities that bring us suffering, the more we can move into those activities that make us feel good. So that's what it's all about. Feel good activities. You know what they are. Um, it just takes a little bit of time sometimes to change the current behaviors, these embedded behaviors, you know, behaviors that we've had since we were 10, 12, 13, 18, whatever it might be, it can take work to unwind them. I'm still working vigorously hard on some of my behaviors, some of these activities that I go towards that I know make me feel good, but aren't actually doing me any good in the long run. There you go. That's my motivation rant today. Have a good Wednesday. G'day and welcome to my live motivational rant today. Hope you're well. Hope you're having a kick-ass day. Guys, today I'm talking about happier. Again, this is probably my second last. I might do one final wrap-up tomorrow. And today, I guess this really encapsulates everything we've been talking about. And I think it's probably, for me, been one of the most important things that um, I've tried to do and are still trying to do. And it's probably one of the most challenging things to do as well. And that's all about presence, being here in the now and trying not to be always chasing the future. As Bill explains in his book, The Social Leap, um, so well, is that one of the things that has differentiated us from other mammals is our ability to uh, plan for the future. So with that in mind, our evolutionary past actually has us being able to plan for the future and actually make changes and, and behave in a certain way that allows us to work into that future time. So trying to be in the present when we're designed to live into the future is an incredible challenge. One of the things that has helped me is certainly meditation or mindfulness practices. And that's where I can just sit here in the morning uh, for 20 minutes or so and just really focus on the breath or just try and calm myself down. I'm really shit house at doing it, to be honest, but it seems to help. And it's, I've been doing it for probably three or four years now, um, consistently at times and non-consistently at other times. But either way, it has helped. And certainly by just being into the present, it helps us um, just remain a bit more calm and stop being so anxious and, and stressed about what might occur in the future because often these things that we worry about in the future have us missing out on those precious moments in the now and it's those little moments i mean if we can be more um, mindful and calm and present we can start really enjoying those little moments and there's a lot of those little moments in every day that we can really enjoy instead of being always thinking about the future or worrying about what happened in the past um, if we can really just hone in on now and really become accustomed to enjoying the process, the present moment, then we're going to be happier. So that's uh, one little thing I think that encapsulates everything. I think the more we are uh, present and aware, 
the more we can control those other factors in our life as well, like our health, our relationships, the contribution, the ability to do um, passionate work that we, we love to do, all those things really by, over, uh, by developing our overall awareness can really help our overall happiness as well. So that's presence for me today. That's my motivational piece. I hope you enjoyed it. Check it out, guys, thehiddenwhy.com. Talk soon. Happy Friday motivational rant today, guys. Just wrapping up uh, what I've been talking about here for the last couple of weeks, and that's all about happiness, how we can try and be happier in life. It's certainly a challenge for me and something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, it's part of the reason why the Hidden Why podcast started and still exists today, um, because it's my search for uh, happiness, and that's really what it's all about. But I just want to finish off the last um, couple of weeks' conversation by just ending with why. You know, why is happiness so important? And for me, I believe happiness is fundamental for all of us. I think it's the primary purpose and primary motivation behind everything we do. If we dig deep enough, I think the reason why we do what we do is because we're searching for greater happiness. And it's a reason, uh, evolutionary reason for our survival as well. As we move towards happiness, it's a higher indication perhaps that we will more likely survive and reproduce and, and live out our legacy, what we're supposed to be doing here. Uh, from an evolutionary stand of view. However, why do you do it? And that's going to be different for everyone. And I think that's what you really got to dig down to. I think there's some fundamental principles that we can follow, um, which I've been discussing for the last couple of weeks, like learning, growth, um, you know, focusing on our relationships, contribution, things like that. I think that's the fundamental things that we can all be doing to really enhance our happiness. But then you've got to dig a little bit deeper into yourself and, and your why, your purpose. What is your purpose? Why are you here? And what is happiness to you? What makes you happiness? Now, Oh, sorry, what makes you happier? And that might be, you know, dedicating yourself to, to being a great stay-at-home dad or mum or whatever. It might be, you know, being that, that best bank clerk you can be at the, the bank. Um, you might be wanting to strive for something bigger, a rocket scientist. I don't know. You might want to be the next person that lands on the moon or goes to Mars or something like that. Whatever it is, you need to find, you need to go out there and search for that and discover that. Find that why. Find what makes you really fire up. And if you haven't found it yet, one thing that Steve Jobs said when he um, did a commencement sh uh, speech at, I think it was Harvard University, he said, if you find yourself waking up day after day without this, this level of satisfaction, without this level of happiness, without this level of purpose, then it's a good sign that you need to do something different. And it might, you know, we're not going to wake up every day feeling 100% and feeling on top of the world and feeling highly pumped and motivated and happy and all that sort of stuff. I can tell you that doesn't happen for me and I don't think it happens for anyone. But if you find yourself waking up day after day and it's just the same old drag and it's not really fulfilling you, it's not bringing you happiness and that affects then everything else you do, your behaviors, how you, you know, treat your relationships, how you, you, know, you treat your health, all those things, um, that all impacts those things. If, if you're really feeling that, then you need to do something different. And I think that's really ultimately what it's about. And happiness can be found in the pursuit. It doesn't have to be that end goal. It doesn't have to be, hey, I'm going to be a rock star on that stage. Everyone wants to be a rock star, of course. It doesn't have to be that end goal. The process, the journey there is really what can make you happy. And I certainly think that just by doing this podcast, just going on that search for myself, I still haven't found exactly what it is that I'm meant to be doing or should be doing or what really lights me up and fulfills me. But I've certainly found much more joy in the process, in the journey by going on that search, by going on that discovery, by trying to figure out what it is that's really going to make me happy. That is what it's all about. Ask yourself why, what is it for you? What's really important to you? At the end of your life, what's really gonna matter? Um, if you can end with that, then 
yeah, I hope that uh, brings you a level of happiness too. Guys, thanks for tuning in to this uh, segment, this, this theme of happier, and uh, we'll talk soon. Have a nice weekend. Cheers. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcast. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link. It helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or, yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose and in doing so you will discover your hidden why this is the hidden why my name is Lee Manutzi until next time peace passion and purpose see you soon